Morning prayer begins on page three of the Advent morning prayer booklet. Repent ye for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our King and Savior draweth nigh. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalms this morning are Psalms 1 and 15. Psalm 1 is on page 345 of the prayer book. Blessed is the man that hath not walked in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stood in the way of sinners, and hath not sat in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law will he exercise himself day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the water side, that will bring forth his fruit in due season. His leaf also shall not wither, and look, whatsoever he doeth, it shall prosper. As to the ungodly, it is not so with them, but they are like the chaff which the wind scattereth away from the face of the earth. Therefore the ungodly shall not be able to stand in the judgment, neither the sinners in the congregation of the righteous. But the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, and the way of the ungodly shall perish. Psalm 15 Lord, who shall dwell in thy tabernacle, or who shall rest upon thy holy hill? Even he that leadeth an uncorrupt life, and doeth the thing which is right, and speaketh the truth from his heart. He that hath used no deceit in his tongue, nor done evil to his neighbor, and hath not slandered his neighbor. He that setteth not by himself, but is lowly in his own eyes, and maketh much of them that fear the Lord. He that sweareth unto his neighbor, and disappointeth him not, though it were to his own hindrance. He that hath not given his money upon usury, nor taken reward against the innocent. Whoso doeth these things shall never fall. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here, begin, <clears throat> here begins the ninth verse of the 23 chapter of the book of Jeremiah. My heart within me is broken because of the prophets. All my bones shake. I am like a drunken man, and like a man whom wine has overcome, because of the Lord and because of his holy words. For the land is full of adulterers, for because of a curse the land mourns. The pleasant places of the wilderness are dried up. Their curse of life is evil, and their might is not right. For both prophet and priest are profane. Yes, in my house I have found their wickedness, says the Lord. Therefore their ways shall be to them like slippery ways. In the darkness they shall be driven on and fall in them. For I will bring disaster on them, the year of their punishment, says the Lord. And I have seen folly in the prophets of Samaria. They prophesied by Baal and caused my people Israel to err. Also I have seen a horrible thing in the prophets of Jerusalem. They commit adultery and walk in lies. They also strengthen the hands of evildoers, so that no one turns back from his wickedness. All of them are like Sodom to me, and her inhabitants like Gomorrah. Therefore thus says the Lord of hosts concerning the prophets, Behold, I will feed them with wormwood, and make them drink the water of gall. For from the prophets of Jerusalem, profaneness has gone out into all the land. Here endeth the first lesson. Together the Advent Canticle on page 6 of the booklet. Seek the Lord while he may be found, call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 35th verse of the 12th chapter of I'll pick that up for Jack. I think he lost his sound. Let your waist be girded and your lamps burning, and you yourselves like unto men who wait for their master when he return from the wedding. And when he comes and knocks, they may open to him immediately. Blessed are those servants whom the master, when he comes, will find watching. 
Assuredly, I say to you, he will gird himself and have them sit down to eat and will come and serve them. <clears throat> and if you sh should come in the second watch or come in the third watch and find them so, blessed are those servants. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming in an hour you do not expect. Then Peter said to him, Lord, do you speak this parable only to us or to all people? And the Lord said, Who then is that faithful and wise steward whom his master will make ruler over his household to give them their portion of food in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly I say to you that he will make him ruler over all that he has. But if that servant says in his heart, my master is delaying his coming and begins to beat the male and female servants and to eat and drink and be drunk, the master of that servant will come on a day when he is not looking for him and at an hour when he is not aware and will cut him in two and appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. And that servant who knew his master's will and did not prepare himself or do according to his will shall be beaten with many stripes. But he who did not know, yet committed things deserving the stripe, shall be beaten with a few. For everyone to whom much is given, from him much will be required. And to whom much has been committed of him, they will ask the more. Here ends the second lesson. Together, Benedictus on page 7. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies, from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways. <clears throat> to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, as now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, 
the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Almighty God, who has committed to the hands of men the ministry of reconciliation, we humbly beseech thee by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit to put it into the hearts of many to offer themselves for this ministry, that thereby mankind may be drawn to thy blessed kingdom through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord Jesus Christ, who at thy first coming did send thy messenger to prepare thy way before thee, Grant that the ministers and stewards of thy mysteries may likewise so prepare make ready thy way by turning the hearts of the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, that at thy second coming to judge the world we may be found an acceptable people in thy sight, who livest and reignest with the Father and the Holy Spirit, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light, now in the time of this mortal life, in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life of mortal, through him who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Ghost, now and ever. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, in all the assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who hast safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. We are uh, at the Ember Days in Advent, and um, Ember Days happen uh, four times a year. Actually, the, word, the phrase Ember Days comes from um, a German word that simply means four times. I used to think it meant like ember to kindle the fire uh, of vocations and, and renewal, which I think it, you know, it could work, you know, thematically connected, but it just means four times. And they happen in Advent, in Lent, after Pentecost, in mid-Trinity season. And they're always the Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday of that week. The um, focus of the prayer is to pray for increase in vocation 
to sacred ministry, to people be called to holy orders. Um, and the themes of the lessons are generally about um, false prophets and, and priests who aren't doing their work and the prophet calling um, Israel to, you know, to back from that to faithfulness. And though the, the focus is on praying for um, increase in vocation to holy orders and to apostolic ministry, um, I think it's good to see these days as time of renewal for the whole church because vocations arise out of communities where there's a vibrant spirituality, where every member of the community is <clears throat> focusing on his or her life of prayer, focusing on the gifts they've been given, the vocation to the Holy Spirit to serve. And when the community is doing that, then God calls certain people to, to ministries and to minister and to and to uh, you know to to devote their lives to 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 ministry. And when communities aren't vibrant in their spirituality and prayer, very few vocations develop out of those kind of communities. So our, our themes today, we we had Psalm one and fifteen, and Psalm one gives us a chance to just kind of think about the purpose of the Psalms or the maybe the purpose the sort of setting. And Psalm 1 begins with, Blessed is the man that hath not walked in the counsel of the ungodly. And we should be aware this is purposeful for the first psalm, because when it says, Blessed is the man, uh, it clearly has in mind, ultimately, our Lord, because our Lord is the one who, the Word, as the Word made flesh, um, quintessentially lives life faithfully by the Word of God, does not digress into wickedness, and therefore, he is the one who's who's planted. And so we pray the Psalms um, in Christ as members of his body. So the Psalms are the prayers of God's people throughout history, before Christ, looking forward to Christ, fulfilled in Christ, and, and really the Psalms carry his voice. And then we pray in Christ these Psalms. And in Christ, we can begin to participate and that which he has accomplished for us. So we can, in the Spirit, we walk in the Spirit, and, and, and that word walk, which comes out of the New Testament in that various ways, we should walk. We walk in the Spirit living that way. We don't, we, we follow Jesus, we don't walk. We're not di distracted by other kinds of values, and we, our lives become planted uh, in God. And as, and as we patiently abide in our prayer, we become trees, like trees planted, we bear fruit. This is like the Testament called this, the fruit of the Spirit, and alive bearing fruit. Whereas apart from that rootedness in God and in the Spirit, uh, we're living lives in the world that may look active and busy and productive, but they're not bearing any fruit, nothing that lasts, nothing that remains. Jeremiah is is uh, a prophet who is, the, the Old Testament lesson is, is um, talking about the unfaithfulness of the prophets. Again, Jeremiah's setting is just before the Babylonian exile. And um, he is, he says that he, he, he's overwhelmed, his heart is sort of overwhelmed because of God has called him to be the faithful voice in the midst of a, a, a nation and a culture where the voices that are supposed to be faithful aren't faithful. And it reminds us our own vocation, you know, as, as as Christians who hold to the faith in the midst of a culture where many are talking about God or Jesus 
and yet um, they're they're talking, they're telling people things they want to hear. And Jeremiah uses the word um, adulterers, and it doesn't mean specifically that the prophets are cheating on their wives, but the prophets, as the spokespeople for God, are are cheating on God by advocating that their people, that God's people, um, do things that don't that aren't faithful, and so. Adultery here is that spiritual metaphor for faithfulness. We can't devote ourselves to God and also for Israel it would have been offering worship at the sacrifice shrines. We can't follow Jesus and also compromise with the world and its standards, offering uh, you know uh, the values of, of the world and, and being led by that. And, and so that, that's the idea of, of focus on serving God and being devoted wholly to him and saying no to that which is not of him. And then uh, the, the Luke passage, which is interesting because he says, let your loins be girded and your lance burning and you'll get fired up. But the problem with getting fired up is he's really talking about ordinary faithfulness, that who, who is that faithful servant whom the Lord will find doing when he comes? And what the Lord is saying is he may not come very soon. And um, I think it's best to think of this, uh, the coming of our Lord is, we never quite know when the hour of accountability will be there. And so we this is that we talk about this a lot, but the idea of living by a rule of life, of ordinary faithfulness, of of orienting every day around our prayer and around our devotion to God is that we're always keeping watch. And we never quite know when the time will come we have to step up and, and be ready to do something or where some form of accountability will come to us or some kind of opportunity. The Lord may come to us in the person of the least of these. As Jesus said, as much as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. And if we, if we sort of become lax, neglect our prayer, drift away from that close connection with God and Christ through the Spirit, all of a sudden, when that opportunity comes, we're not going to be ready. And uh, and and so the, there's this exhortation that if we've been given a lot, God's going to expect a lot from us. He expects us to operate in accordance with our gifts. And so the ember days are a time for us to, to, to renew and to think about our commitment to God and to pray that, that among in our midst, God will raise up people to be called to the sacred ministry to further the mission and ministry of the church. And our contribution to that is our own faithfulness uh, in which we participate, each of us, in the ministry of the church, being faithful in our own prayer and our use of our own gifts and uh, focus on persevering in that faithfulness even when we're tired and we are tempted to give up. So a few words about today's feast and lessons. Uh, we'll continue with our form of intercession on page 10. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, especially Joseph, our president, and Gavin, our governor, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain their true religion in Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds.
be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed and grant them an entrance into the land of light and join the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake, what about doing good thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ? Amen. Together the thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, then unworthy servants, to give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, <clears throat> and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Good with you all this morning. Today is our prayer edition being numbered day prayer a day of prayer and fasting encourage you to participate with in that with us thank you bishop for stepping in and reading the second lesson yeah we we uh, like to always be ready as our lord said that's right your message your meditation addressed that too <laughs> <laughs> thank you everyone <laughs>